Hey, everybody, and welcome to True Crime Paranormal with the Psychic Sisters. This is Katie Weaver, and I'm here with my sister and partner in crime, Christy Brower. Hello. Hello. Hey, everybody. So excited to be here. And Katie, how are you? I'm good. I, yeah, I, I, have, I have no complaints. <laughs> hey, that's always nice. We'll take it. I, I'm realizing, you know, that Christmas is a little closer than maybe I was <laughs> deluding myself into thinking. And I probably need to uh, get my ass in gear. But, you know, right. other than that, that's what it is. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Yeah, it is zooming up rather quickly. It is. And I had a lot of things I was planning on making that, um, well, I need to make them. <laughs> so, oh, that's where I'm at. Yeah. Yeah. So it's not all bad, but yeah, someone definitely needs to, you know, quit messing around. Right. You know, that's kind of the story of my life. Our moms. Years. Yeah. Our mom's basic motto was I do what I want when I want. Oh, and yeah, 100%. I, that's pretty much the way I live my life as well. But sometimes, you know, <laughs> you got to get ready for Christmas. Well, it's true. It's true. And yeah, me too. Like, yeah. I actually will admit we are almost completely done. Are you? Wow. Mm-hmm. Well, I, you, your wife likes to shop or likes she, to get. She's very good she at it. She loves it. Yes. And so mm-hmm. she's been planning for a while. And yeah, we've had stuff planned out for quite a while now, which mm-hmm. is pretty awesome. I took my, my son shopping today. Does not. So. Right. He's sort of the, He's the a real person of the house, of the family. Well, he, this is what he does every year without fail. He'll put the brakes on and grumble and be like, oh, wow. Even tonight at dinner, he goes, I just think we shouldn't do Christmas this year. Oh, for the love of Christ. You know, that's not going to work, Scott. It never <laughs> works, Scott. You know, but he'll right? still give it a shot because that's just, you know, because he's like that. But... <laughs> Ultimately, then when we get really close to Christmas, he'll start getting all these good ideas and have to start like diving in and doing a bunch of stuff really fast. <laughs> That's literally what always happens. So, <laughs> so I know what's coming. I do. That's funny. And then he's going to be staying up all night the night before trying to get stuff done. And this is what happens. Yeah. Mad mm-hmm. rush at the end. And usually it's like really cool things that he's making. That are oh, very yeah. detailed and intricate and time consuming. And yeah, I could just, I'll, I'll predict it right now. It's going to happen. I know it will. <laughs> so, uh, you know, I've been married to this guy for 23 years. I know, I know mm-hmm. what he's going to do. You do. Yeah. Without fail. Yep. <laughs> so it well, is what it is. He yeah. also lives by the motto of he does what he wants when he wants, doesn't he? Oh yeah. That's pretty clear. Yeah. And somehow we've managed to not kill each other. While both doing what we want when we want. Yeah, I, I'm quite impressed by that, frankly. Mm-hmm. It's a he's a Scorpio. I mean, he mm-hmm. really gives no dams. You know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. True. Yeah. So, what'd you make for dinner? Uh oh, tacos. Not <laughs> what I made for dinner. We had tacos. It's really hard to figure out. Well, good. <laughs> what did you make for dinner? Uh, I made a roast in the Instant Pot and oh, nice. broccoli broccoli and cheese sauce. Yeah, mm. it was good. Yeah. Nothing Sounds super fancy, good. but yeah. But I went to Albertsons to go to the pharmacy, and they had steaks on sale that were normally $50. They were on sale for $18. Oh, wow. So I bought those. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, so we'll be feasting tomorrow night. Is what I'm yeah, doing, but, Ooh, that sounds really good. Yeah, 
That's the only way to get the fancy steaks, right there. Uh, 100%. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. For sure. I cannot see our chat. Can you see it? Nope. That's really I mean, weird. I see it. There's, I don't see anyone. I know. I kind of doubt that that's the case, but. I know. And I'm looking on YouTube and seeing that we have several live viewers. Uh, I guess maybe no one's. If, if you have not commented, will you comment so we can see if we have a problem? Yeah, I don't know. And I'll try and just go find this on regular YouTube too. And maybe we'll see our chat there. Yeah. Not sure why. Usually we have quite a few chats uh, coming at this point and I don't see any. So I'm a little bit nervous. Yeah, me too. And I don't know why it says we're live on YouTube and on our yeah. Facebook page. So I'm pretty sure we are. We might not have any comments. I went and found it, which is fine. I went and found it on uh just on regular YouTube and there's no comments there either. So that's okay. okay. That's all right. I just thought maybe we were missing something. Oh no, there are comments scrolling along the side. Okay. Yep. There are. So we'll, oh. uh, I'll keep an eye on it here. I will say that I posted a comment and it did not show up. Like I posted okay. as the host to comment. I see your comment and mm -hmm. then I see people commenting saying, yeah, we can see it. <laughs> so, oh, good. Okay. Well, I guess if you yep. can see that chat, then we'll be okay. Yes. Oh, Glenda is coming our way this weekend. She wants to know where is the antique store where you bought your desk? Oh, Glenda, be prepared mm -hmm. to just, mm -hmm. it is the coolest old store ever. Mm -hmm. It's the Country Store Boutique and it is on Highway 26 headed to Ryrie, mm -hmm. just a little ways east of Idaho Falls. Uh-huh. I'm yep. sure that you could look up a, uh, you know, GPS it or something and it would come up. But yeah, yeah, it's a super fun place. Oh, yeah. It's Just don't best. go in the basement if you don't like snakes. We all know that's the case. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, avoid that the scary basement if that's a problem. But mm -hmm. yeah. Okay. Well, very good. Well, I love that. And Glenda, seriously, you'll have to come back and report because that store is right. The yeah. coolest. The yeah. coolest. Well, yes. maybe we should get on into marching orders. What do yes. you think? So it is the first show of the month. And so the first show of the month is always marching orders, which means that we're going to pull some cards and then Christy's going to give some energetic recommendations as well uh, mm -hmm. regarding that. And this is our uh, marching order show, meaning that we'll start with each sign, give you the card and the, uh, you know, the energetic stuff to kind of get you off on the right foot for the month. Yes. So that's that's how we do it. I'm going to be reading from the Tarot of Transformation. This oh, nice. is the prettiest deck. I love this deck so much. It was a gift from a client and it makes me laugh because I didn't open it forever. I don't know why. It was just, it was sitting on my bookshelf with other decks. And one day last summer I went, I really ought to check that deck out. And oh my God, it's become one of my favorites. It's absolutely really? gorgeous. So the Tarot of Transformation and it's on you or it's on you. Good Lord. It probably is on eBay. It's not on YouTube. But it is on Amazon. I know that because I looked. <laughs> Makes sense. Makes sense. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Amazon. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I, I'm definitely the mom who yells everybody else's name first. Yes. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so, well, we're going to start, of course, with Sagittarius because it's their birthday. So, mm -hmm. And that's my sign. Right. Just saying. Yeah. Just had to go and have a birthday and everything. Right. And you had so many sweet, happy birthdays in all of our chats this week. I so did. Thank you all so much. 
I will tell you, I ordered some things on Amazon with birthday money. And one of the things that I ordered, this is, this is what happens when you turn 45. Okay. Mm-hmm. Even when you just are in your forties, I ordered an entirely new set of kitchen utensils matching with a cup <laughs> for my <laughs> birthday. birthday money. <laughs> yes. Because if you could see the hodgepodge disaster of my utensils drawer, all that crap's going to the camper. And now we have all matching. If anything happens to any of these, somebody's in deep shit. That's all I have to say. Just gets so frustrating when you don't have like things mm-hmm. wear out, get lost, whatever, you know. It is. It's annoying. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Our sister, Kara, we, you guys, we always talk about her. Some of you guys have seen her a little bit in uh, the cemetery tour videos. Yeah. She remarried a few years ago. And her husband has four kids. Yeah. So along with her two kids, and now they suddenly have this big household. It had just been her and her kids there. And her kids aren't even there on the weekends. So, you know, life was yeah. pretty chill. And then they added five more people to the house. Yeah. And one of the biggest, and they're all teenagers mostly. Yeah. And one of the <laughs> biggest challenges they've had is having uh, all the utensils disappearing. And her having to basically go into everyone's rooms and threaten them with their lives to, you know, bring everything back. You go over there for a meal and there's nothing. There's like two forks. (laughs) Yeah. It's plastic for sure because Mm -hmm. everything's missing. Anyway, it made us laugh. Christy thought it was so funny last year that she put a fork in everyone's stocking. (laughs) I did. Everyone got their very own fork. Thought that was pretty awesome. Yeah. Yeah. So it's not as intense at my house, but uh, I I get it for sure. Mm -hmm. I just, I don't know what's going on with my hair. This is a hot mess, but I <laughs> that I have horns. So sorry about that. <laughs> I guess, sorry to me, but okay. Well, I did pull a card and this is making me laugh. Um, okay. The card is drama queen. <laughs> Seven oh. <of> cups. <laughs> so for Sag, for you, I really think this is a warning to not get too caught up in drama, to not get too caught up. It's not just drama. To not waste too much of your precious time, energy, and resources on things that don't serve you. Mm-hmm. You know, you guys are warriors at heart. You're activists at heart. Warrior on. But things that aren't serving you, things that are just distracting you, upsetting you, you know, aren't in your highest and best good. Maybe take it as a little extra warning. Yeah, to step away a little bit more this month and don't let it steal your joy. I think that goes for a lot of different things, people, situations, media, you know, just be, be mindful of where your energy is going and if it's really serving you. So Sag, I think just be aware. Yeah. This cracks me up because just before we went on the air, I was telling Katie how pissed off I was about some comments on a local news story on the internet. And I was, you know, busy telling someone off, not really just, you know, trying to make my statement about, We've got our our uh, hospitals, ICU beds are full. And the doctor who is the president of the board of this hospital is going on, going public on um, the news, just begging people to please stay home and wear your masks. And, you know, our, our medical system is so overwhelmed. And some of the dumbest things are said there. Just I was furious. But you're right. Mm-hmm. I need to just step back and take a breather. Don't get too involved. Don't let it, you know. Ruin my chill because it's not like I'm going to change anybody's mind. This is probably not. Nope. Boy, not at this rate. 
No, for sure. Yep. Well, Saj, I feel like what happens, and I speak from experience for us, is that we get something in our heads and then we cannot stop thinking about it. And mm-hmm. so then get involved in drama or you step into something that really you should just stay back from because your mind will not shut up. Mm-hmm. Um, I, Sagittarians often have very overactive crown chakras because we mm-hmm. do think a lot. And, you know, we do, you know, when you think, when you talk about something with someone else or see something that is, you know, is wrong or that you're uh, so frustrated about, you know, we, Sagittarians are activists at heart. And so we have a tendency to want to jump into the fray on everything. And, and you're right that we need to be careful with that. So I want to do a little um, crown chakra clearing exercise to release that extra energy because I, I don't know about you, but I can get kind of obsessed about something and then I'm just on it for days and it's not healthy. And it's, it means that I'm not doing other things I should be doing. So I want you to just close your eyes for a minute and just visualize your crown chakra, which is really on the top of your head, but it affects your entire head. And when your crown chakra gets really big, it's like a big flat disc spinning on the top of your head. I like to think of it kind of like a record that's on repeat. And so it just won't quit. Your mind is racing. You don't have any control over it. You have stuff you're thinking about constantly that maybe you really don't even want to think about, but you can't seem to slow the energy down. So we need to release the excess energy that is in our crown chakras in order to give our brains some relief, give us some focus and help us to move on from things. So one of my favorite ways to do that is to just pull a cork out of the back of your head. Just visualize doing this. It might seem weird, but it will work. Pull a cork out of the back of your head. And when you do that, it's sort of like pull. It's like um, pulling the plug in a tub. Everything runs out, runs out of the back of your head. Uh, you've heard me talk about a vortex of white light or just an o- open up a you know, a cosmic trash can in the earth where you're going to send all this excess energy, everything that's in your head that needs to be released. You're just going to let that energy flow out of your head and down into the cosmic trash can. And there it will be transmuted into light and released from you in all directions of time. When you feel, you're going to feel this sense of peace and kind of silence come over you. And that's when your head is empty. And just put the cork back in and take a couple of deep breaths. And open your eyes. And you're going to find that your mind has gotten much quieter. And that some of those things that have gotten stuck in there that are hard to let go of are just gone. This is a great practice. You could do this every day if you find yourself getting kind of obsessive about things. Just... Pull the cork out of the back of your head and let all that run out. Just let it be released. Nice. Yeah. I love that. That's a great practice. Very good. Okay. Well, let's I already feel less pissed off. Well, good. (laughs) For me personally, that works very well. (laughs) Good news. Good news for somebody who's going to get it. (laughs) Right. Yeah. Missy said she has, uh, Hot mess COVID hair. So, yes, me too. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I do. Too. I need a haircut so bad, but I've had the freaking virus and so I couldn't go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I'm there. 
this was straightened my hair in four seconds right before the show uh, hair. Oh. It was up in a, in a bun on top of my head all day. So, <laughs> <laughs> all right. So, Cap, the card that I pulled for you is the moon. And the message on the card is peace in the darkness. Mm-hmm. So interesting because we're getting closer to Cap, uh, you know, Capricorn's birthday coming up next month. And well, it'd be not next month, this month, but um, Capricorns yeah. tend to right around this time of year and into their birthday month uh, struggle. Mm-hmm. They tend to have some uh you know, maybe some seasonal depression or just struggle a little bit more with lower vibes, with low energy. Mm-hmm. And so and uh, stoicism. Yes. Yeah. And have stoicism. a hard time just, uh, yeah, relaxing and enjoying and not worrying and over planning and overthinking. So I think for you, this is a good reminder that uh, it's okay to just enjoy where you're at. I like that card of peace in the darkness, you know, that maybe there is some darkness. But there is peace to that. I feel like Capricorns that are going through some shifts in their families or their jobs uh, that could include some loss or some, you know, pretty major changes are going to need to be really mindful of staying grounded and staying connected to themselves and to the earth to get through this period, because I think it could be a little bit rough. Capricorn, Mm -hmm. I want to challenge you to do some things for fun very consciously. You know, whether that's listening to, you know, podcasts, funny movies, uh, whatever, you know, comedy, whatever it is. But really, I think this month and into the next that you make some conscious plans to do some fun things and and plans as well. Plans as well for some things to look forward to, to just help lift you up a little bit and give you some things to look forward to. Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. I love that. I, I also feel like one of the things that you really need, Cap, is you need some emotional expression. I feel like you've been stuffing. When I said stoicism, it's because uh, Capricorns can be very stoic and, and you know, really carry a big burden. And yeah. I feel like now is a really important time for you to be expressing yourself emotionally. Now, this can be in a lot of different ways. One way that I feel like caps can really express themselves emotionally is through creativity. Mm-hmm. And so if you haven't been doing anything creative, I want you to really consider doing a creative activity. It doesn't mean you have to go write a novel or paint the, paint a masterpiece. It means do something creative that feels good to you. Make something you know, imagine something, develop something, write something, whatever it is, use how you feel right now to express yourself in a creative way. I really, really feel like you're going to need that um, coming through the holidays and into January and that that will help to cut down on some of the depression that if you can express yourself and allow yourself, your emotions will be really helpful. I love that. Really love that for Cap and definitely going to be needed. Yeah. Without a doubt. Very good. Okay. Well, moving on to Aquarius. Aquarius, the card I pulled for you is the mental detour. It is the nine of cups. Mental detour. So what I really feel like that means for Aquarius, I see Aquarius also being pretty serious this month and really reflective and 
you know, Aquarius is pretty good for that anyway, but I feel like this month Aquarians are going to find themselves really uh, kind of doing their own little life reviews, looking back over where they've been this year, maybe where they've been in the last, you know, 10 years, 20 years, mm-hmm. and also kind of reevaluating their energy towards their families, their friends, their jobs. I see a lot of wheels turning for Aquarians this month. Now, it may not mean that you're making any big changes, though you might. You might just start kind of thinking about some, I think. Uh, But I think more than that for Aquarius, it's a time of just kind of introversion where you're just thinking about things and how they look and how they feel and that you're just, you're quieter than normal. You know, you've got a lot going on in your head. Mm -hmm. Our whole chat is showing up. I don't know why it's just started rolling out. So that's Oh, did it? Oh, I was overwatching it on the, oh, there it is. Yay. Yeah. I love it. That's way better. I'm much happier with it. That is so much better. Yay. I know. Thanks been, for catching up there. Technology. <laughs> right. Hopping over to Facebook and to YouTube. Anyway. So yeah. for Aquarius, I feel like as you're going through this, be sure that you are talking about it with other people. Be sure that you, you know, that you have a trusted source to talk some of your stuff out with and that maybe you're journaling and writing some of it out too. I just feel like you're kind of like, you know, three weeks behind Mercury in retrograde. This Mercury pulled a ton of stuff to the surface and maybe it did for you too. And it's just kind of been ruminating and, and now here it is, but lots of just thinking going on, lots of uh, mental stuff going on in the best way, really mm-hmm. for this month. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Good way. So then for Aquarians, I feel like really what this, your energy um, assessment or, you know, whatever for me it really needs to be meditation. It needs to be spending some time with yourself quietly to allow whatever's trying to bubble up, like something's trying to come forward for you. And so you need to give yourself the time to, um, and, and the, the environment to allow that. So one way that you can meditate that I feel like is really helpful because it gives your physical body a job and that is to do some breath meditation. So one way to do this is just to sit quietly in a, in a quiet space. You don't have to do this for a long time, but, you know, for five minutes at least. Um, if you can do 15, that's awesome. But you breathe in for four seconds, pause, and then breathe out for six to eight seconds. So let's just try it. Breathe in, pause, and breathe out. So breathe in through your nose. Pause and then breathe out through your mouth. One more time. Breathe in through your nose. Pause and then breathe out through your mouth. And just repeat that cycle over and over and over again. You're going to find that that really gives um, some great calm to your physical body and allows your mental body to focus and your spiritual body to connect, you know, giving your physical body a job, you'll feel really energized after doing that as well. Um, But that just intentional breathing process would be a great one for Aquarians this month to really allow whatever's coming up for you to come up to come to the surface instead of just feeling like something's going on, then Mm -hmm. really give yourself the opportunity to know what it is. Nice. I love that. That feels good for Aquarius. <clears throat> It'll be interesting to keep an eye on our Aquarian this month, huh? And see where mm-hmm. what she's up to. 
Yeah, my wife is yeah. an Aquarius. Mm -hmm. So in pulling a card for Pisces, two cards came. And mm -hmm. when you work with cards, if a card falls out while you're shuffling or while you're pulling cards, more than one come out, you take them all. So that's that's the rule. <laughs> so the right. first card, the initial card is the seven of discs. It's the incubation card. Yeah. I thought, wow, look at the theme here. Lots yeah. of thinking, planning, looking forward. Uh, you know, sense, end of the year stuff. Yeah, I, it's pretty interesting. So that's the first card that comes up for Pisces. And I think for Pisces too, planning. Pisces is so sick to death of COVID and of the quarantine and of not doing the things they want to do. And I feel like this is Pisces making some plans for 2021 mm. for things that they want to do and hoping that they can make them happen. Yeah. Uh, lots of cerebral energy though for Pisces too. And then looking, the second card is the spirit in matter. It's the teacher of wands. Mm -hmm. This to me, and I don't know why this really triggered this card triggered it. It doesn't really necessarily, I don't know why, but what I'm really getting from that is Pisces, you are so creative, gifted, and artistic. And I feel like you're going to have some of that trying to come out of you this month. I would suspect that we see Pisces go back to arts or, uh, you know, gifts that they used to practice more or pick up something entirely new and really flourish at it. But mm -hmm. I could see Pisces uh, kind of, you know, not cleaning the house, not <laughs> making dinner, not doing other things because they're so busy doing some kind of a uh, you know, an artsy thing with their hands that they're just really getting into. Mm -hmm. I see something for Pisces this month, which I'm excited to see what comes from that because Pisces are typically gifted artistically or creatively. Yeah, that is very true. That is very so, true. We'll see what I, you do. Yeah. And I feel like Pisces is full of nervous energy right now. And I feel like what, mm -hmm. what we really need to do with Pisces is we need to ground. We need to really reconnect that root chakra and connect that the energy your energy to the earth, because I feel like just, you know, we've all had the rug ripped out from under us in quite a few ways this year. This has been a weird year and nothing feels the same as it did at the beginning of the year, you know? So mm -hmm. let's practice a little grounding exercise. You can do this in the house. You can do this outside. You know, we wouldn't want to do it outside because it's snowy out there because uh, you want to be bare, bare feet and you can go outside if you want, but it doesn't really matter. We can connect to the energy of the earth wherever we are. Yeah, so, you guys said it's like, you know, 72 outside. Go for it. But yeah, feel free. <laughs> I'm going to pass because there's snow in my backyard. Um, okay, so you just stand with your feet about hip width apart, bare feet on the floor. Take a couple of deep breaths. Bring your attention to your root chakra, which is at the base of your spine, and it runs all the way down your legs to the bottoms of your feet. This is the biggest energy center in your body, and it's why it's super important to ground and center and balance this, because if it's out of whack, everything is out of whack. So Pisces, mm -hmm. for you, I want you to send red energy down your legs and out the bottoms of your feet, and we're going to send those root cords deep down into the earth making a really strong connection with the earth. I always like to think of myself as a redwood. If you've ever been to see the redwoods in California, they have these, they're tremendously massive trees and they live hundreds of years and they have these huge root systems because they're so tall. They have to have these huge root systems to keep them standing upright. 
And so I like to visualize myself as a redwood and running those red roots down into the earth, making this really strong connection, anchoring myself to the energy of the earth, and really grounding and centering my root chakra and bringing myself back into my body. This helps a lot with nervous energy and frustration and helps to slow your thinking. This is another good one for Sagittarians with that uh, really overactive crown. And then when you feel, you're going to feel yourself settle. You're going to feel your thinking slow. You're going to feel your body sort of almost slump down like, like you're not um, as tall as you were kind of because you've connected to the earth. And when you've done that, just take a deep breath and open your eyes. And I think that, uh, yeah, isn't that awesome? And I think Pisces, Mm -hmm. you could be doing that every day right now Mm -hmm. uh, to really help with that nervous energy feeling and just get yourself back to being connected and grounded. Mm -hmm. I agree entirely. Very good. I love it. That's nice. Mm -hmm. All right. Well, moving on to Aries. Aries, your card is the devil. (laughs) (laughs) The the message is separation from the source. So Um, this is a couple of things for me with Aries. The biggest part of it, I feel like for you guys is, you know, it's not really... uh, It's not a bad thing, really. I To me, what it really is, is that you guys have got to focus on, and this, you know, kind of goes back to Sagittarius, focus on what is really working in your life. I feel like we're going to have some areas that kind of have a wake up call that maybe some of the things they've been working on or the people that they've been spending time with or people they've been investing in are really not really not serving them or really not in a good place for them. I could mm-hmm. see some of our Aries go through a pretty big change this month or into next mm-hmm. as far as, and I don't just mean relationships, actually. I, I see this more in work. Mm-hmm. I suspect that our Aries are going to look at either bosses or coworkers, maybe people that they have forged some alliances with in the past And kind of start seeing some hard truths about that situation or that person that changes the way they connect to them or the way they do or don't work with them. So Aries, I suspect you're going to find yourself feeling a little suspicious of people Mm -hmm. around you and maybe a little suspicious of their intentions. And that's okay. This is a month to ask questions. It's a month to allow yourself to acknowledge hard truths. Mm-hmm. I think the more you do that and you allow yourself to get really real, the better off you're going to be coming into the new year. And so don't be afraid to look the stuff head on. And you might need a third party that you could run some stuff by because, you know, sometimes that's hard. And sometimes you look at things like that and maybe, uh, you know, judge yourself. I, I, I know I do this. I'll, kind of have a hit on a person that maybe I feel like I don't really want that person at my house or I'm not really vibing with them. And then initially, you know, because I'm an empath and a lot of you guys are, and that's why I tell you this, Mm -hmm. then I'll immediately go, I'm just being a jerk. Maybe I'm just a bitch. Maybe I'm just being judgmental, you know, Mm -hmm. know, the thing is 
those vibes are there for a reason. And I think Aries are going to discover that either you're having them now or you've had them in the past and you decided not to acknowledge them and that you're going to have to come into some truth with that. So that's where it's at for Aries this month. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I think the thing for Aries then is to make a really conscious connection to your intuition and make sure you're really feeling um, you know, our, our bodies really are intuitive antennas and it, intuition isn't just your third eye. It really is your whole physical system. And one of the ways to get truth, to find out if something is true or not, is to ask yourself the question and feel how you feel in your solar plexus. So in your belly, um, the reason you want to go with your solar plexus and not your heart chakra is because if you're an empath, you're going to do just exactly what Katie just said. And you're going to second guess yourself and go, oh, I'm I'm just being a jerk. I'm not, you know, I'm being unfair. Um, and so your heart will get in the way of the answer. That's why you want to go to your solar plexus, because your solar plexus, it, that's your self-esteem, your personal power, your will, your identity. That answer is going to be the answer that is the best for you. And that's really what you're going to have to do here, Aries. So when you have a question about a person or a situation, I want you to just ask it in your mind and feel how you feel in your belly. We all know what it me- what it feels like to have a sick stomach about something and for your stomach to hurt, you know, or if you just feel a light energy in your stomach, then you're okay. Then the answer is yes, it's okay. But it's, a, it's an important time to seek truth for Aries this month. Mm-hmm. For sure. I like that. Ooh, Aries. Mm-hmm. It's going to get real. Things are going to get interesting for you, I think. That's exciting. It is. It's good stuff, without a yeah. doubt. All right. Moving on to Taurus. It's the one of discs. Oh, hold on. I make a noise. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> This is the one of discs. It's the birth into form. So think about this more like a fertility card of sorts. So basically, Taurus, you're all getting pregnant. No. (laughs) (laughs) Taurus is like, my God. Like five people (laughs) fell off their chair. (laughs) You're probably not getting pregnant unless you want to, which might be a good month for that. But... (laughs) What this card really indicates for me, oh no, Bianca is a Taurus tar. Okay, Bianca, well, just heads up here. <laughs> Birth into form is typically something birthing from you. I feel like Taurus, I see something creative coming through you this month. I do. I feel like something that has been brewing in you for a while, maybe even something you've been working on for a while, but I could see Taurus doing all kinds of creative endeavors this month. Whether it's, you know, just cooking. Oh, (laughs) Bianca says, no, she's not doing that. Okay. (laughs) I mean, it wouldn't hurt to have a baby around here, but whatever. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. I'm kidding. But anyway, uh, it really is, though, about creative energy and, and bringing something in. So, Taurus, I could really see you guys falling way down the rabbit hole of research you're just such lifelong learners and I could see you uh, getting excited about whatever topic and starting to do piles of research learning a lot getting excited about something and putting it into action so kind of like with Pisces where I see them getting so into some creative stuff that they kind of you know 
lose sight of everything else for a little while. I could see Taurus doing the same thing this month. Mm-hmm. So Taurus, mm-hmm. for you, there's always a warning there about not neglecting your relationships because you guys tend to, uh, you can get a little, you know, one track minded and lose sight of that. So be sure that you don't let that happen. Yeah. <laughs> Catherine just said, thank God I went to the vet to be fixed. <laughs> She's not getting, maybe you'll just get a puppy. There you you go. go. Oh, that was so funny. Um, Okay. So for Taurus, I feel like what you've got to work on then this month a little bit is your perfectionism. Uh, You're going to wear yourself out quickly. If whatever you're doing, whatever you're excited about, you're, you're too um, locked down about it being perfect. So I, I feel like this is a, this is a sacral chakra issue, but it's also a, it's, it's a, it's a past um, core belief issue where a, a lot of Tarians kind of pick up that belief as children that you have to be perfect. And if you aren't, then there's something wrong with you, you know, which is so ridiculous because none of us are perfect and never will be. And it doesn't matter because we are all perfect in our own way, but it doesn't mean you don't ever make mistakes. So this is more of a mental exercise than anything for you, Taurus. I want you to be a really good steward of your thoughts this month and catch yourself when you're like, oh, this isn't good enough or, oh, I'm stupid or I can't believe I screwed that up or this is what I always do. I ruin everything. Those kinds of thoughts are harming you. So let's do a little exercise called thought stopping. So first you have to be a good steward of your thoughts. Be aware, catch yourself. Now, make a plan right now that when you catch yourself being hard on yourself, you're going to think something different. So you can choose a positive affirmation. You can choose a positive memory when you did something really well. It doesn't really matter what it is. It just needs to be something good and positive. Okay. So when that thought comes up that, oh, I'm not good enough, or I always screw things, everything, you screw everything up, you're going to stop, literally think the word stop, press the stop button, whatever you need to do. And then consciously choose the next thought as your positive affirmation or your positive memory. It's it it takes a lot of attention, uh, really, you know, because so many of those kinds of thoughts are very automatic in, in most of us. And so you really have to be paying attention to to hear them and recognize that, oh, I'm doing it. I'm going to stop this and I'm going to think this instead. But it's changing a habit in your thinking. And if you practice it for this whole month, I'll tell you what, by next month. You'll have a whole, you'll have a brand new habit that's way more positive for yourself. Yep. That is a super, super good practice for sure. Yeah. And really for anybody that is feeling like maybe you are beating yourself up too much and your inner voice sucks, you know, this is Mm -hmm. a good process to work on to help make it better. It is. You know, we truly do have a choice about what we think, but we, I think we've all been taught and kind of just have learned to feel that well, thoughts just happen. We don't have any control over them. Well, that's not true because you have control over what you do with them. Oh yeah. You can agree or you can disagree and you can, Mm -hmm. you know, make a conscious choice to change things, but you do have Mm -hmm. to really pay attention to yourself. Definitely. Yep. All right. Well, Gemini, you are also the devil. (laughs) You know, this is not. You're not the devil. You you got the devil. We need a good size deck, and I did shuffle well, but you know, Uh, that's the part of the game. Yep. So, 
the devil, again, it's separation from source. This is a little different for Gemini, though. Gemini, I feel like, is going to find themselves really reevaluating their core beliefs. I feel like some things that you have felt like were true in the past may not be the the truth for you anymore. Uh, Maybe things that the way your beliefs that your family had, you know, or even that your ancestry carried really don't match you anymore. But even things like, you know, I feel like you might suddenly go, ah, why do I keep buying ranch dressing? I don't even like it. You know, things like that. that or things you've liked in the past, but suddenly you don't. And so it's a little different separation from source uh, other than, uh, you know, that Aries had. This is different for you, Gemini. It's really taking a hard look at core beliefs and just beliefs about who you thought you were. Like Gemini, I feel like, you know, if you're like a diehard uh, Hallmark movie watcher, maybe this year you're not, you know, and you'll surprise yourself or Maybe things that you have thought you wanted to have as traditions for the holidays, you step away from this year. You're just, you've changed. And it's not a bad thing. I think maybe new traditions, new beliefs are stepping up and it's okay to allow yourself to change. And, you know, you're going to have people that push you on that, family members, friends that, you know, want the old you to emerge and you've just, you got to stand your ground and do what's right for you. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. So I feel like there are a lot of ways we could go with this for Gemini, but I feel like one Mm -hmm. of the important ones is to work on the core beliefs. Mm -hmm. So our core beliefs or unconscious beliefs, because they're the same thing, developed in our childhood. They, They developed when we were really just a sponge picking up everything before we really could consciously choose what we believe. So I feel like for Gemini, it would be really important for you to bring some of those beliefs to yourself consciously. Mm-hmm. So spend some time with, I buy ranch dressing, even though I don't like it. Where did that come from? You could write it down and then write down mm-hmm. what you choose to believe. I hate ranch dressing. I'm never buying it again. It, you know, and it's definitely going to go <laughs> deeper than that. I mean, wow, this turned into ranch dressing. I, I don't know, it. it's a great example. <laughs> Um, you know, but whatever, you know, like, um, I maybe, maybe you're a a people pleaser. And so all your life, you felt like in order to have value, you had to please other people and you realize I'm doing all this stuff. I don't even like, because it makes other people happy. Okay. Mm -hmm. So then do a little writing on that. Explore that. Where did that come from? Where in your life were you taught that in order to have value, you had to make other people happy because you were probably taught it somewhere in your life Mm -hmm. and it wasn't it was likely not um, malicious. It was just what the adults around you also believed. And so they passed that on yeah. to you. And and maybe you want to make a, a, a different choice this, this time around and say, no, you know, I get to choose. Uh, my happiness is more important than anything. And I can choose what I want to be happy and everyone else can choose what they want to be happy and, mm-hmm. and give yourself, you know, some, some ways to change that thinking. But I feel like just first identifying the things, because what you're, what you're having is some mental conflict because what your unconscious beliefs say and what your conscious beliefs say aren't matching and that creates mental conflict. So then, you know, start journaling it out. Yeah. I think you'll be, I think you'll be pleasantly surprised. I love that for Gemini. And yes, the Geminis are a little bad for that. They're kind of funny. They'll be people, people pleasers till they're not. You know, <laughs> until they're going to hit a wall. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. 
Uh, I did want to say thank you to Bianca. Uh, the super yeah. chat is on. If you want to purchase a sticker or leave a tip or something, feel free. That is much appreciated. Yeah. Everything that uh, we earn here just helps keep us on air and doing what we do. So, yeah. Bianca, thank you also for, you know, telling us about Super Chat. <laughs> we didn't even know it was a thing. <laughs> but, you know, no pressure. You're the best, but Bianca. You, you are the best. <laughs> but if you, uh, you know, if you feel so inclined and if you don't, that's completely fine. Trust me, we are not, we're not mad at anyone. No. <laughs> but if you want to, you can. So you can buy a sticker or whatever it is you do. I also wanted to point out from the chat that Terry is here. Terry's yeah. been in the hospital for seven weeks and is finally oh, headed over Terry. to the rehab center tomorrow. Terry, I am overjoyed to see you here tonight. And we are yes. all behind you here. So everybody Definitely. send her a little extra boost and we'll see her get into the rehab center and get that body strong so that she can come home. Yes. Yeah. Oh, Terry, I'm so happy for you. What a great move in the right direction for you. Yeah. Yes, yes. Okay. Well, I was so enthralled with what was going on with Gemini and thinking about the Geminis in my life and how this is affecting them that I forgot to pull a card for cancer. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm going to do that right now. Okay. Oh my God. <laughs> Not the devil. Rest oh, assured. Sure. Cancer is also getting pregnant. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, this is, it's the one of discs, it's the birth into form card for cancer too, which really makes me laugh because there's been, you know, I've had so much creative fire here the last while that I drive myself crazy. So I can really see that for cancer this month. Mm -hmm. But I also feel like cancer, you guys are innovating. And I feel like whether it's at work or at home, you have a lot of ideas rolling. I could see my cancers that have like corporate jobs really uh, find a way to shine and maybe even take a step up the ladder this month with good ideas and with really good leadership. Mm -hmm. Be really careful, Cancer, about two things. First of all, about burnout. Make sure that you're taking steps back. Make sure you're taking care of yourself mm -hmm. and that you are giving yourself opportunities to rest. Uh, but also make sure that you are not taking anything too personally. Because at work, you're going to have people that want to shoot down your ideas because they are jealous, because they want to keep you in your place, or simply because they don't think they're good. You know, I mean, that that happens and cancer doesn't take that very well. <laughs> so, you know, <laughs> if somebody doesn't like the dinner you made or somebody at work doesn't like the proposal you made, don't let it ruin your life. Don't get too bent out of shape about it. Don't get too hurt about it. Just keep moving forward. And cancer, I feel like it's actually, this looks like a beautiful month for you with a lot of happy stuff happening, a lot of good growth and a lot of creative energy. So I love it. So, or get pregnant. It's your choice. <laughs> it really, it, it definitely is your choice. I'm not okay. going to. That's what I'm thinking. Right <laughs> you're, you're, you're choosing not to. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah. Uh, cancers. I feel like part of this for you is just uh, trusting yourself. And even if other people don't agree or don't like what you have to say or whatever, that you are headed in a direction that you feel is the right way and the right thing to do for you. And one of the best ways you can work on trusting yourself is working on trusting your intuition because you're being guided by it, whether you're listening to it or not. So I'm going to borrow a little practice from one of my favorite writers, Shakti Gawain. 
She wrote this great little book called Developing Intuition. If you haven't read it, please do. It absolutely changed my life. But mm -hmm. one of the exercises in this book, which is just my favorite, and I've been sharing it for years, is to keep an intuition journal. And so keep a little notebook and make this very personal. This isn't about other people. This isn't about the people around you. This is about you. And Cancer, I think that's where you get hung up sometimes is you're tr you struggle with focusing on yourself. So start keeping track of the intuitive hits that you get that are directly about you and what you're doing and what decisions you should make and what steps you should take. Mm -hmm. So if you feel a gut feeling, if you have a dream, if you just your grandma comes and taps on your shoulder and says, don't do this, you know, whatever it is, we all know it comes in lots of different forms, but whenever you feel prompted in some way to do or not do something, write it down mm -hmm. and then go back and look at it. And over the, over a few days, um, how did it play out? You can validate yourself um, either way. If you listened, great. Things went better. If you didn't, something screwed up and then you're like, man, I knew that I should not. Oh, I should have listened to myself. I knew that's how that was going to turn out. So it's a great way mm -hmm. to validate yourself and really trust your gut and trust yourself about what you should do. Shakti Gawain, it's S-H-A-K-T-I Gawain, G-A-W-A-I-N. Yeah, common spelling. <laughs> yeah, common spelling. Um, Oh, yes. Cranky posted it. And that's correct. Thank you. Yes. And it's called Developing Intuition. It's a little tiny book. It's maybe only 100 pages long, but it is mm -hmm. seriously a life. She probably changer. wrote in the 70s, early 80s. I mean, early a lot 80s, of her work. Think, yeah. yeah. So good. Yeah. So, so, so good. good. Um, but so powerful. Just simple mm -hmm. little practices that really help you to get to a point where you can really trust yourself mm -hmm. and really trust your gut. Yeah. Love her. Mm -hmm. All right. Well, Leo... Good news. It's a different card. <laughs> so, oh, good. Leo's not getting pregnant too, huh? No, no. It is the teacher of cups. This is exploring the inner landscape. Lots more kind of introverted energy, you know, which is wild for Leo, right? Because Leo is mm -hmm. not all that introverted. Uh, but, well, they can be. That's not fair to say. Mm -hmm. But Leo, you know, they, they like to be a little more extroverted. But Leo, I feel like actually... Exploring the inner landscape is so perfect for Leo this month because I see Leo really stepping up on boundaries, mm -hmm. really uh, using their voice well uh, at work and at home, but really uh, not putting up with anything. And Leo, mm -hmm. can they can put up with too much. They can get pushed around, but I don't see that this month. I feel like we're going to see our Leos with a pretty good voice and maybe even bringing some new... Uh, ideas, some innovation to the table that they typically don't. I mean, Leo's an amazing team player, you know, and they like to shine, but they also don't want to have to be the one that does, uh, you know, too much of the work, but because <laughs> they're right. busy, you know, making friends. But well, Leo's often can get kind of taken advantage of because they're mm -hmm. very loyal. Yep. Yep. I don't think that's going to be the way it is this month. I see Leo's kind of you know, take stepping up and taking what's theirs, which is pretty cool. I think Leo, the other part of that, when I see inner landscape though, for you, I see dreams. I would really pay attention to your dreams this month. I would uh, write them down. I'd act on them when, you know, necessary or when it feels right. I feel like Leo's going to have one of those months where dreaming is just off the hook. So in a good way, 
So it'll be interesting to see what Leo does. But uh, if you have Leos in your life that set a boundary with you or you see them setting boundaries with any someone else or really uh, asserting themselves, cheer them on. This is really good, really good yeah. for Leo. It is really good. I feel like for Leo, one of the things that you need to do is you need to release some old words that are stuck in you so that you there's space to really stand up for yourself and speak your truth. And uh, we all do this, but I think Leos can really be stuffers um, of, of emotional stuff, <laughs> stuffing, okay. emotional stuffing stuff. Yeah. Oh, so, stuffers. I thought you stuffers. said stuffers. Okay. Stuffers. No, stuffers. Yeah. Stuffers. And I, I think uh, for Leo, uh, some journaling this month in the form of letters where you write a letter to someone, not the kind of letter that you mail, the kind of letter that you burn. And you say yeah. what you need to say about past situations. Because I feel like for Leos, the past is holding them up. Things that haven't been said in the past are mm -hmm. stuck inside, stuck there in the throat chakra. And they can't really, you know, speak up and say what they want to say because there's so much energy stuck in there. So, mm -hmm. Leos, I want you to take some time this month and write some letters to whoever you need to write them to. Say all the stuff you need to say. Forgive the person. Forgive yourself. Let it go. Burn the letter. So that you can make some space so that you're not held up and not, you know, have no ability to speak your truth because the words are stuck inside of you. Mm -hmm. Good. Yeah. Ooh, what's going to come out of Leo's? A, yeah. I'm excited. Leo's are so funny because they'll take a lot, but when they're done. Oh, they are done. They're done, right? And I think uh, some people who have gotten comfortable taking advantage of Leo's this month are going to get a hardcore wake-up call. <laughs> I, I think that is true. Yes, I think that's very true. I'm kind of enjoying the thought of it. <laughs> you need to say happy birthday to Jennifer and also happy yes. birthday tomorrow to Mary. Yes. Yep. So we yes. have birthdays happy in the house. Yeah. Yeah. They're my peeps. Sages. Yes. Like a it. lot of sages in the house here. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Awesome. All right. Well, how about Virgo? Virgo. Oh, Virgo, I love this for you. It's the Six of Cups, and the card is sharing support. Because Virgo, you guys, Virgos are so good. You know what's funny about Virgos? And some of you might argue with me on this, and it's okay if you do. But I think that Virgo women are some of the best humans on the planet. They are the most generous, hardworking taking care of everybody, people. And my experience has been that Virgo men are the direct opposite, which is so weird to me. Most signs aren't like that, but uh, the masculine side of Virgo is really selfish or can be. So I, uh, you know, don't let me offend you if that's not you, but I've seen that lots of times, which is kind of interesting. But however, Virgo this month, this is a month for you to not do it all by yourself. That is a big wake up call. You are going to enjoy this month a whole lot more if you uh, hand out some jobs, if you get some help, if you team up, if you do some things, maybe you do cut a few corners, you know. I see you, Virgo, just wanting to do it all, right? Like you're the one that wants to make it's like the very, very best uh, holiday ever for everybody, you know, and like turning it all up. Yeah, yeah. But uh, this is kind of, but this is where it's at, you know, for you guys. Ask for help. 
ask for help. And if that means you have to buy the pies or, you know, you have to wrap the presents in gift boxes, fine. But uh, do a few things to make life a little easier for you so that you can enjoy it. Yeah. Yeah. So Kristen says her in her experience, Virgo men are the same. Good. I'm glad because it's not been mine. But, you know, we know there's also a rising sign and a moon sign that help steer the ship. So, you know, right. that's where it's right. at. But Virgo women. Oh, my God. We had a very dear friend for years after our mom died that just stepped up like a, an extra mama to us that was just wonderful and such a sweetheart. And we just lost her a few months ago yeah. to cancer. And we, we hadn't had a lot of contact in the last couple of years because she's been so sick. But anyway, seriously, best human on the planet of Earth. And mm -hmm. well, not now. But <laughs> anyway, we loved our Debbie so much. Yeah. But so anyway, Virgo, I'm just excited to see what you guys can do this month with because I think that your like physical and creative energy is off the chain, that you're going to get a ton done. But don't forget to get help. Virgos at work. You will actually shoot yourself in the foot if you refuse to let people help you this month. You have to reach out. Do not and don't let anybody pile more work on you than you can handle. Because that's the other thing I see happening to you this month. Don't do it. You're going to burn yourself out. So as extra work is coming, you definitely, definitely need to stand up for yourself. But also just ask for help. You guys forget sometimes how many people actually love and adore you and will help you if you ask. You just, you want to do it all yourself because you're good at it, you know, but that's where it's at. So do all the things you want to do, Virgo. Just don't forget to let other people in too. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Well, and, and honestly, Virgo, what this comes down to is it's a trust issue. You know, you can just do it all and get it done and no worries and everything will be great. Mm -hmm. And it's difficult for you to trust that other people will do the same. And, you know, the reality mm -hmm. is, is that nobody's going to do it the same as you. You know, that just isn't yeah. it. But it is about trusting that you can, that other people can step in and assist as well. And I think that really, mm -hmm. I feel like for a lot of Virgos, you had to trust in yourself and take care of yourself um, at an early age. That there are, for a lot of Virgos, you're, you were the oldest child or you were in a family situation where you didn't have people to really rely on as much as you could, should have for one reason or another. So you got really, really good at uh, relying on yourself, but then you become hyper-independent and that does get, it wears you out. It definitely wears you out. So I, I feel like for Virgos, what you can do is this is kind of a mental practice again, but it is to explore that distrust that you have of other people doing it wrong. And I want you to figure out where it came from. So I want you to think about your childhood. I want you to think about your growing up experiences and where did you develop that belief? And that's half the battle to changing it. Mm -hmm. And then you have to consciously do the uncomfortable thing and ask for help and allow somebody else to do something you would normally do. Yeah. Yep. yep. Oh, I love that. I really do. Yeah. And I do love my Virgos. Do. So much change can happen when you become consciously aware of a pattern that you're in, like just being conscious of it. Oh my yeah. gosh, I'm in this pattern where I don't trust anybody else to do anything. And it's because I always had to do everything for myself when I was young and Kristen in the chat is agreeing with this. Yeah. Um, and so you learn to not trust anybody else or not, you know, rely on anybody else. Yeah. So, so do the mental work this month. Uh-huh. Yeah. I love it. Very good. 
Yeah. Lots of Virgo family members in the house. Mm -hmm. Lots of them. Yeah. That's a Virgo. My boss told me once that I needed a hell of a lot more Virgo energy because my attention to detail is ridiculous. And he was not wrong. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's funny. Wow. It's gotten better. I will tell you that. that. That comment, you know. But at the time, I was like, wow, that is just rude as hell. But actually, he was right. (laughs) Oh, that's funny. So I'm trying to adopt more Libra into here. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Okay. So moving on to Libra. Oh, I really love this. I have a lot of Libra in my chart. So does Christy. Okay. It's the green man. Ruling harmony with nature. I love the card. Okay. So in the green man, you know, always is about nature. That makes me think about what we're coming up upon with the winter solstice on the 21st. Definitely. But I feel like for you, Libra, you feel very, you feel a real need to connect to the earth this month. You feel it like a pressing need to get outside, no matter what the weather's doing, to get yourself where you need to be. I feel like you will, <clears throat> pardon me. you'll be the one that's out regardless of what the weather's doing. You'll be the one who is out in the trees. There's just a need in you. I also feel like Libras, you guys will feel, especially as we get closer to the winter solstice, a real need to connect to that energy. I hear this from you guys quite a bit that you'll say something like, I feel like there's something I should be doing like a, a ritual or a, something you know like you have something that's your ancestry bubbling up in you you know and and thinking about all of you who have ancestry that uh you know worked by the the turning of the wheels that's that will come up in you so libra i suspect that you will probably figure out or engage in some kind of a winter solstice ritual i feel like you are so peaceful this month and that really is, uh, it's a great influence for people around you who aren't. I also suspect you will choose to spend a fair amount of time by yourself because it just feels good this mm-hmm. month. So I like it for Libra this month. It feels actually pretty awesome. Well, and I, I feel like for Libra, then you've got to commit to getting outside every day. Make a plan, pick a time, make sure that you do it. I feel like it's so easy to feel that and then get caught up in everything else and not really get out there. And so make a plan, you know, if if it's your lunch break, if it's before work, if it's after work, whenever it is, make a plan to get outside for at least 15 minutes. If it's walking, if you can, if not just being outside, you know, bundle up, but you have to commit to it and really make yourself do it. Especially this time of year, it's not that easy. And yeah, yeah, I I think that's really, really important just to um, make the commitment to do it. The energy of it is important. So, Mm -hmm. yes, if you need to put it, I I schedule things in my phone because if I don't, I don't do it. (laughs) So, yeah, yeah, definitely. Uh, Let's see. Elaine is a Libra. She said she loves earthy things, beautiful night skies, especially winter skies. Oh, amen. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm with you. Many nights I have made my husband drive me out on the desert at like two o'clock in the morning in the middle of winter (laughs) because I had to see some night thing, you know, whatever, Mm -hmm. some celestial thing happening. Uh, 
So, Kristen, we already did Capricorn, actually. We started with Thaj because it's their birthday. Capricorn was second, so it's in the very beginning. Yep. You will be able to get it. Yeah, so we're actually on our last sign, and that is Scorpio. Ah. Yes. JR says, can we do past lives and ancestry next week? I don't know why not. We can. Yes, we keep talking about that we're going to, so let's just play yeah. on. Let's do it. We'll do some, uh, we'll talk about past lives in general. We'll do some past life channeling. We'll talk about ancestry. Ancestry might be a whole show, honestly, but yeah. we'll see. That's a big piece of work as well. Yeah. Here she was waiting for Cap and we already did it. Sorry. <laughs> I'll tell you what the card was. It was the uh, the moon card. Mm -hmm. and it, the, the message was peace in the darkness. Mm-hmm. Oh, now that is crazy. It is the same card for Sag, or sorry, for Scorpio, the green man. Yep. Wow. Yep. So, ha, huh, that's really interesting. I, yeah. I did shuffle these, I promise. <laughs> but Scorpio, I think for you, it's a little teeny bit different. I suspect that what we'll see for you is... I, I can see you spending plenty of time by yourself, a lot like Libra this month, except for that I feel like for you, there'll be a little more of needing to connect to your creative side. I feel like that's more where it's at for you this month. I think that the reminder to connect to the earth is probably more of a reminder to you mm -hmm. to not fall so far down the rabbit hole with research with projects with other things that you've got all of your attention on that you get ungrounded and you don't connect yourself to the earth that's going to be really important for you this month because what happens for you Scorpio is when you do that you get ungrounded and then you you're not yourself you know you can be uh sometimes a little short a little cranky you know sometimes you just don't feel like yourself so make sure Scorpio that you are getting that grounding time that out time outside time because that's where I see you is down the rabbit hole of things that are really calling to you that have really got your attention. So it's a bit of a warning. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah, it is. Well, I, I think to go with that, then what uh, Scorpios need is, is a, a good dose of energy breathing every day. So yeah. when we do that together quickly. This is a, a, a process of mine. This is a meditation I wrote called energy breathing. And it is just a way to, breathe in new life force energy and breathe out old life force energy because that is a part of the energy process in the body you know we have the we breathe in oxygen breathe out carbon dioxide well we also breathe in new uh, high vibrating energy and breathe out old low vibrating energy so let's just do it together yeah so everybody just close your eyes and take a couple of deep breaths Now bring your attention to your root chakra at the base of your spine. Now your root chakra should be sitting right in the center of your body and you might feel it shifted off to one side or the other. And I want you to just use your hips and shift that energy center back to the center of your body. Now we're going to drop your root energy down through your legs and out the bottoms of your feet. We're going to drop those root cords down to the center of the earth. And there in the center of the earth is the goddess Gaia. She's the spirit of the earth. And we're going to ask her to help us to make a strong connection to the earth in order to ground and center ourselves. So we ask Gaia to take hold of our root cords, making a strong connection to the energy of the earth. 
Now we're going to draw that earth's energy up through the root cords, up through the bottoms of our feet, and into the root chakra. This energy now probably feels a little bigger and brighter than what was there before. And now, when we breathe in, we're going to breathe in life force energy all the way up to the crown of your head. So we're breathing in new energy. And as we're breathing in the new energy, it's pushing old energy up through all of our chakras. And when we breathe out, you're going to breathe that old energy out the crown of your head. So breathe in, draw it up all the way to the crown of your head, and then breathe out from the crown. Breathe in through your nose, out through your mouth. So breathe in, draw it up. And then breathe out through the crown of your head. Let's do it three more times. Ready? Breathe in. All the way up and breathe out the crown. One more, or two more times. Breathe in. And push it out. And one more time. Breathe in. Drawing it up and pushing out all the stagnant energy. Anything that's left in your body is going to be released. Very good. So Scorpios, anything else, um, you know, that you're struggling with, anybody, if you're feeling ungrounded and having a difficulty making a connection with yourself, this um, is really, really important. And this is a skill you can do every single day. I don't know about you guys, but I always feel a little lighter and brighter when I get done with that. So there mm -hmm. you go. There you go, Scorps. Yeah. Awesome. Very good. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, Kristen, thank you so much. We appreciate your sweet comment. Yeah. Uh, and Cranky loves your shirt. <laughs> Give us a better look. It's it's Ruth Ginsburg riding on um, an eagle, and she's holding. I love it. That's awesome. Cat uh, wanted to know what deck I'm using. This is the Tarot of Transformation. And it is on uh, Amazon. I looked it up because I've been using it quite a bit and I wanted to make sure other people could find it. So the Tarot of Transformation is a really beautiful bag. Yeah, for sure. All right. Well, you guys, we've definitely done it. So we want to thank you for being here very much. Of course, we want to let you know we'll be back on Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday with new cases. Man, we're already working on them and I'm going to be a... <laughs> We've got some really cool stuff happening. We do. We do. So very excited for it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I speaking of falling down the rabbit yeah. hole, this guy mm -hmm. today, but <laughs> at any rate, uh, and then of course we'll be back next Wednesday night with case updates, uh, as 8, 8 PM mountain here, uh, in the live stream. And then of course, next Thursday, psychic hour, and we are going to work on past lives and maybe ancestry. So we'll see where we get on that. Yeah. So that's happening. If you would like to more, I don't know. I don't know what I'm saying. If you would like to learn more about us, head over to truecrimeparanormalpodcast.com. And from there, you can uh, check out how to get a reading from either one of us. Uh, learn more about us. You can see our merch. You can suggest a case. You can join our mailing list. So come play and do all the things. Our website is new and it's gorgeous. Christy built it and it's wonderful. So I'm that's really so happy. good. Yeah. And happy birthday to our birthday girls. Yes, definitely. Yeah. All righty, guys. Take care. You have been listening to True Crime Paranormal with the Psychic Sisters. Bye, guys. Bye, guys.
If you're enjoying this podcast, don't forget to like and subscribe on your favorite podcast platform. If you're watching us on YouTube, you can always like and subscribe there as well. We also love comments and reviews. True Crime Paranormal is hosted by Katie Weaver and Christy Brower and produced by Christy Brower. True Crime Paranormal is a short girl productions podcast.